0: Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a bonus episode of Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm a sick Wendy. Hi. (laughs) If you're new to Girls Gone Hallmark, these bonus episodes were born out of the fact that as of September 2020, Wendy had never seen a Hallmark movie, and I was at that point a longtime Hallmark fan, although a casual viewer. Not the rabid viewer that I thought you were. Since then, Wendy has seen a lot of Hallmark movies, and I've expanded my role from casual Hallmark viewer to eagle-eyed critic. (laughs) Fair. Totally fair. If you want to catch up with us outside of the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at TikTok, where we are at Megan and Wendy, and you can also join our exclusive Facebook group full of Hallmark movie fans called Girls Gone Hallmark. I love that group so much. Me too. They're just on top of it. They're in there
1: with their reviews. Like, I just love it. I love it so much. And they likely offer better insights to these movies than I do. So
0: I don't, I'm here for it's it. It's not a better. It's just different people have different takes. Some people, you know, I think as a collective, they're a very knowledgeable group about Hallmark movies. Mm-hmm. And so when you see their comments, you're like, they know everything. But not one person knows everything. They just as a group know a lot. So... It is an interesting, insightful look and something I'll point out later on. I learned from our Hallmark group before I discovered it in my own research. Oh, I can't wait to hear. If you want to talk to us directly, you can always email us at meganandwendy@gmail.com. at mm-hmm. I stole your line. Today's movie is Ground Swell, which premiered August 21st, 2022 on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries.
1: Yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah. HM&M, why do you think this movie was on Hallmark's Movies and Mysteries? You know, I've, I've given up trying to guess. I, I don't know. I think they just share the wealth. Oh, no. I was reading some comments today. I, I think it was like a Parade.com article. I was yeah. doing my research for this movie, and there was like 21 comments about this. And... It was like, what happened to all the mysteries on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries? More than one. So I was like, oh, there's a a group of people who are
0: unhappy. See, we are relatively new Hallmark Movies and Mysteries watchers, so I don't know what the previous balance was before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, right now it just kind of seems like Hallmark Channel 2. Yeah, right. (laughs) Technically, we are in the fall into love season on Hallmark, which means um, that they're going to put a little leaf graphic at the bottom of the movies. But the movies (laughs) rarely have anything to do with fall. Maybe, maybe you'll get like a pumpkin spice mention. That didn't happen in this movie. They're just placeholding. It's such
1: a missed opportunity, I feel like. And let me just explain why for a second. I get that they want to start showing their countdown to Christmas in October. But October and November is the fall season. And so I feel like it misses the mark when they're trying to show these fall movies which really aren't themed
0: fall in August. I I want to watch a fall movie. I do, too. And they've definitely made fall movies in the past. I want to watch a movie with sweaters and boots and jeans and candles and warm drinks and changing leaves. I realize that's the real sticking point there is you're not like if you're filming a movie in April or August, it's very hard to get that fall look. But we can fake snow. We can fake the leaves. I
1: agree. I mean, I just I just want like a give me one uh-huh. fall movie. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Last year, let me say last year Romance Roadhouse, Roadhouse Romance. Yep. That was I think one fall movie that they had that was like looked like it was fall and it was great. Agree. So yes. Give me
0: give me one. And we're not done yet, so we may get one, but so far uh, this movie is definitely not a fall movie. Do you have a synopsis for this movie? I sure do. Mm -hmm. On
1: the heels of a personal and professional setback, Chef Emma travels to Hawaii, where she meets Ben, a handsome, reclusive surf instructor whose lessons help her to regain her footing. Stars Lacey Chabert and Hector Rivera. As
0: we jump into news and notes, I think it is worth noting that October 22nd will be the kickoff of... Countdown to Christmas, and it will kick off with a Will Kemp movie set and filmed in England titled Jolly Good Christmas. So I think that might be even earlier than last year. I think it is because I think they promoted last year.
1: It was like a funny tongue-in-cheek kind of commercial where they showed trick-or-treaters, but they're, they were watching Countdown yeah. to Christmas. Does that sound familiar?
0: Yes. And wasn't... Halloween on a Sunday last year, and we joked that maybe they had buried one of those movies like on Halloween, nobody. Yeah. 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 So the countdown is on. We are less than two months out from the official countdown to Christmas kickoff. But let's talk about this movie a little bit. And my first news and note, note, Mm -hmm. actually, I was alerted to by the Facebook group because I'm not sure that I would have guessed that this was adapted from a book. What? You didn't know
1: that? no oh my gosh i have so many thoughts on that but go ahead i mean i know now yeah i know but i have some things to talk about
0: but i was a little surprised that it's written by katie lee
1: what's her new last name we had this whole conversation she'll always be katie lee joel to me
0: well when i was introduced to katie lee she was a judge on a cooking competition was it top chef yeah, season I don't, one. She was pre-Padma. She was season one okay. host. Yes. Yes. So that's the first time I ever saw her. And she was Katie Lee Joel. I met her as Katie Lee Joel. And so in my mind, she's Katie Lee Joel. Is that fair to her? Because she's no longer married to him. She wants to take away that. It's not really fair that I can't erase it. But that's who she is to me. Anyway, it is written by Katie Lee. And in my mind, I'm like, Katie Lee writes books? Like, Katie Lee's a food competition host, judge, so she person. She's in. she's written cookbooks. Uh-huh. Okay. She's
1: she has only written one novel, which is Groundswell. And okay. I had read an interview with her that said uh she would love to write another novel, but she's too busy like uh being a mom to a toddler right now and doesn't have the brain capacity for it.
0: Huh. Yeah. Mean, good for you, Katie Lee. I it just was an interesting tie-in, and I discovered that after watching the movie where she plays a judge, which I actually thought that was apt having known her as a cooking competition judge, that's mm-hmm. where I first met her. I didn't think that was odd. Some people thought it was odd because she wrote the book. And she was also an executive producer on this movie as well. Katie Lee Beagle, B I E G E L, and yeah. that is her name. Okay.
1: All right. Let me talk a little bit more about Katie Lee. Please. So, I looked up her book, Groundswell, on Amazon. Uh-huh. And uh, it seems like they only adapted the character names and maybe the overall theme of the Uh, healing powers of surfing. Because in the novel, Emma is like a PA. She works in the TV business. Mm -hmm. And something happens where she breaks up with her husband, who's also in the business, and then she runs off to mexico and meets ben okay so as an author are you offended or do you not care that this the screenwriter completely like obliterates your your novel
0: i mean you sell the rights you sell the rights and i guess they can do with it what they will i
1: i don't know It's just so weird to me. It's like, okay, well, if the novel took place in Mexico, why didn't the Hallmark movie take place in Mexico?
0: Well, what was interesting, and now that you say that, you know, they did a lot of, which I am aware that Puerto Rico is not Mexico, but they did a lot of Latin influence with the uh, Puerto Rican tie-in. So Mm -hmm. maybe that was the nod to the book. (laughs) I
1: don't know. That was so confusing to me. I didn't know, like, why Why didn't you just completely change it then and have, like, a Polynesian actor and a Polynesian-themed foods? And
0: I don't get it. I don't understand. Yeah, well, here's what I won. this is getting real deep, but, you know, uh, Hawaii tourism <laughs> is kind of under fire right now. hmm And if you ever have come across a video— and TikTok or Instagram or a post on Twitter from a Hawaiian native, a lot of people are begging people not to travel to Hawaii. And there's always this discourse in the comments that are like, but Hawaii relies on tourism. And I think there's a big disconnect between the natives of Hawaii and the government of Hawaii and their needs and their wants. And so I wonder if adding this Puerto Rican influence, if adding this like talking about the influence of the food and the influence of the Puerto Rican community in Hawaii, if that had something to do with maybe distracting from the straight-up Hawaiian tourism element. Mm, I don't know. That's too I deep for either. me. I saw a quote from Lacey mm-hmm. who said she loved filming on Maui. They filmed this in
1: Oahu. movie was
0: not filmed in Maui.
1: Shut up! Seriously, she said, I loved filming on Maui, but it was actually filmed in Oahu? This movie was
0: filmed in Oahu, so maybe the <laughs> quote was misappropriated, if that is possible. But maybe it was an old quote. All I know is this movie was filmed in Oahu in the, the Kualoa Ranch. That is so funny. Where somebody's just
1: picking up some sort of a tidbit of something she said somewhere somewhere sometime. <laughs> I don't have any other news and notes other than it was filmed in late May and early June. Pretty quick turnaround. I remember when this is being filmed and I thought it was going to be a Christmas movie.
0: Oh, yes. I remember we discussed it. We didn't have a lot of details. Yeah. I have a couple of the news and notes. Me uh, I'm going to save one of them for a wish by proxy. Okay. Okay. But Hector Rivera, who plays Ben, is is a baby actor. He has 12 acting credits, which includes Sugar Plum Twist, a Christmas movie that was made specifically for the Hallmark Movies Now app. That's his only other Hallmark movie, and I believe it's that was his first starring role credit. So Hallmark likes him, and I really enjoyed him. We'll talk a little bit more about him. But the real baby actor in this movie, and the really big surprise for me, is that Omar Bustamante, who plays Frankie, has only seven acting credits. Oh, wow. Wow. I mean, He's like a brand new sapling, and he stole the show for me. He was one of my favorites. Yeah, so I found that very interesting. So let's talk first impressions. Mine is a solid welcome back to Hallmark movies. Uh,
1: mine was. I
0: know. Go ahead. No,
1: I've liked other Lacey Chabert movies better.
0: Yeah. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about what we liked about Groundswell.
1: Well, I really liked Hector Rivera. Mm I thought he was beautiful to look at.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: I I liked his acting.
0: I I thought it was a good choice for Ben. He has a lot of passion in his acting, right? Mm -hmm, Like When mm -hmm. he found that letter from his wife, I was like, wow, I really believe that you're having a moment here. (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree. In co-star news, as we said, I adored Omar Bustamante. I hope he gets a starring role on the Hallmark Channel quickly. I would watch a Christmas movie with him in a heartbeat. I thought he brought so much warmth and heart to this movie. I loved his relationship with Lacey. I really, really liked him. I did, too. The entire time, though,
1: at the beginning, I was like, oh, is." Is there a love interest between these two? And then I quickly found mm. out that that was not the case. Yeah, I I really enjoyed him. I thought he had like funny jokes, and I just thought I thought he was great. I also really liked Aunt June. Mm-hmm. She was played by Tracy Yamamoto. IMDb does not have a photo of her though, which no. <laughs> I don't understand. But I thought she played a nice like grounding character, but also tried to stir things up. I guess I liked her a lot too.
0: So this is a. Sp- place where the facebook group and i divide because one thing i really liked about this movie and i like in hallmark movies in general is when there's kind of a lot going on to move the story along and not in a it's christmas so we're gonna decorate cookies and have hot chocolate and build a gingerbread house way but in a we've got these other activities that are driving our story in this case the surfing lessons and the cooking competition okay the home the facebook group thought the cooking competition was not well executed. I agree. Oh, interesting. Cuz I really enjoyed that element of it. I I uh, let me hear let me hear more from you before I Well, I don't know that there is more. I just <laughs> I liked the the two things I liked about it were first that it gave Frankie and Emma a chance to develop their relationship both during the competition and in their cooking scenes outside of the competition and i liked that it gave us this other setting for activities there was this subplot of this cooking competition i have a did you see that question about the competition there i have some questions but overall as an element in the movie i liked it tell me what you didn't like
1: i just thought it was poorly executed i thought the food shots were not great of the food mm. that they were making. None of it sounded appetizing. I don't know. You got to like really sell me on the food if you're having a food competition. And I thought there should have been more tension around the cooking competition.
0: Oh. It just,
1: I just, I, I, I totally get your point that we needed that to like move the story along. Mm-hmm. I just didn't think it was well executed.
0: I admit I was not paying super close attention to the food photography. And videography just, in that.
1: I just wanted, like, some better food shots. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you have Katie Lee, formerly Joel, who has several cookbooks, is used to be non, you know, food competitions. Like, you would think that there would have been some input on that. Leanne Wong, who was the other judge in the, on the movie, in the movie, she was a season one Top Chef finalist. Oh, and they're, like, good friends in real life. So, anyway, like, you would think, like, there would have been some sort of, like, creative input in that way, but maybe, mm-hmm. like, there's just no budget for it or time or whatever. They're like, we got you all to Hawaii. What else do you want from us? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I just wanted, to like, a, you know, like, a, a yes, chef and a,
0: you know, mm-hmm. I don't know,
1: something, something better.
0: Is there anything else you liked about this movie? No. I feel like I need to say... I have been critical of Lacey Chabert in the past. I I was not her biggest fan. And I do agree with you that this is not my favorite Lacey Chabert movie. It isn't. I did like it, and I am fully converted as a Lacey Chabert fan. I enjoy her on screen very much. I think she's very natural on camera.
1: I, I agree with that, too. I, I just think coming off of The Wedding Veil, I just really enjoyed that trilogy of movies. Yeah. And... I felt like this movie was like three steps back. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't know. Something about, something about, and this goes into my wish for, so if we can move into that. Yes. I, I think there needed to be better chemistry between Ben and Emma. To me, their oh. conversations were very like, it, it didn't flow well. It was very acting. I say a line, they say a line. I say a line, they say a line. You know, it didn't like, it didn't make me believe
0: that they were actually connecting. Oh, you didn't love that moment where they almost kiss at that. And then Dara interrupts them? No. I, like, oh. I just,
1: I didn't, to me, it very much felt like they need, those characters needed each other to move on in their lives, but they were not meant for each other. You know, I like, like she she had to get over her chef that screwed her over. He was trying to get over
0: his wife who passed. You know, they were for a moment, but not for forever. Yeah. Well, I didn't have any wishes, but we did receive a voice memo from a friend of the show who wanted to remain, remain anonymous, and I have decided to place the context in my wish section it's a wish by proxy and that is lacey chabert used a stunt double in this movie her name was emily luke for her surfing scenes and i had wondered watching i was like is she surfing i don't think so and there was a photo that i saw of the two women standing next to each other and they look very similar especially when you're wet and in a wetsuit but this comment that we received was frustrated because There was a movie about two weeks earlier that was very body positive. The movie is romance in style. Now, we did not watch nor review that movie. We were on summer break. But she said this stunt double looked similar to Lacey, but had a different body style. She was slimmer than Lacey, had a different shape than Lacey. And... You know, I think when it comes down to it, A, we're dealing with a Hallmark movie. We're not dealing with big budgets. We want to get as close as possible. But at the end of the day, if we're going to get a brunette in a black wetsuit, that's what we're going to go with. Mm-hmm. Um, but she just felt like it kind of went against the recent message of body positivity by hiring this stunt double who was smaller and slimmer than Lacey. Do you have any thoughts on that, Wendy?
1: Not really. Other than, like, they needed a body double yeah. They needed a stunt double. They needed somebody to surf. So, yeah. like, they took what they got. Um, I don't think it's like so far off. We're not dealing with like someone like, uh, like an actor who, who might be like a plus size. You know what I mean? We're not like. It's not obvious. It's not totally obvious.
0: I agree. So I agree, and I w- didn't even notice it until it was brought up to me. I am all for body positivity, and I will admit that this doesn't rankle me, Mm -hmm. but that is the perspective that we received, and I wanted to share it. Okay. Did you wish for anything else? No. Are you ready for Did You See That? Sure. I only have one. Go ahead.
1: It was it was a it was a line in the movie and Ben's talking to Emma about surfing and she goes, "Well, I've seen Blue Crush like four times." <laughs> and like I felt seen because I love that movie <gasps> and it just made me happy that it was like a line in a movie that I'm watching now, you know. Yes. And speaking of Blue Crush, they had they had like stunt doubles in that movie too and I have recently rewatched it and it's so bad. They have like a photoshop of Oh, I can't even remember the, the girl's, the actor. the, uh-huh, the, the actor. blonde actress. The, yeah, the one, she has two different eye colors.
0: Hi, friends. Megan here. Note from the editor. The actress's name is Kate Bosworth. I can't
1: uh-huh. remember what her name is right now. They photoshopped like, her face on the body? Yes! It's oh so no. bad. It's so bad. But anyway, I
0: was happy when I heard that line. First of all, we have a real music alert in this movie. Okay. We have... Avril Lavigne's head above water.
1: Oh, that is so funny! I thought that
0: was her singing. I shazammed it as it was playing. Oh, did you? Because sometimes the information is hard to come by afterwards if you try and Google it. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's, it's
1: new because me. she, um, she's kind of making a comeback. So, I mean, she's yeah, real, she's real big on TikTok with the Gen Z crowd right now. Well, and there was that whole like, did Avril Lavigne die? What? I didn't know that. I know she has like Lyme disease or something, but why did she die? Who says she's dead?
0: People say she was replaced. By what? Like a doppelganger? Oh my goodness. Okay. Avril Lavigne replacement conspiracy theory. Why fans think Avril Lavigne died and was replaced by a clone named Melissa. There's a whole thing. Oh my gosh, really? It's a whole thing. She's Too like, far. It, it, yeah, too far. Okay. And my second is... A cooking competition question. Uh-huh. Um, we've got Dickhead Garrett, who is ex-boyfriend <laughs> of Emma, Yeah, who was such a jerk and so self-absorbed. And I get that that's the character, but also he did a great job of playing this self-absorbed asshole. And in the competition, he gives a recipe, Emma's yes, recipe, right? away
1: to one of the other teams. How does he get away with that? I don't know. Where he was like, don't make that.
0: Don't make that recipe Yeah, Yeah, but how does this guy who's like, uh, I didn't even really get his role special guest on the cooking show, apparently. How does he, the host of a cooking competition, is like, here, use this recipe. (laughs) It seems like that wouldn't fly. They should be kicked out for cheating you
1: know all i could think about is it was some kind of sauce that was made with cashews and i recently found out that i was (laughs) allergic to cashews and i was like that would have killed me there's no way (laughs) i don't that that's my takeaway from it
0: did you rate this movie
1: i did
0: what'd you give it two and a half stars oh rough i gave it three (laughs) i didn't really like it that much i'm sorry yeah, I think sometimes movies when we haven't watched a movie in a while get a little bit of a bump from me because I was like, oh,
1: that was fun. Yeah, I, I, could, I could see that's probably the same for me in terms of a Christmas movie. Like the first one or two that come out, I'll oh, be like, yeah. they'll get highly rated and then they'll go down <laughs> for there. Yeah, for sure. More and more critical as the season goes on. Yeah, exactly.
0: We are fully back with regular episodes, and we will be back next week with our thoughts on unthinkably good things from the Mahogany line of movies, also on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. You can also catch our regular Tuesday episodes of the podcast. This week we talked about our MVPs of summer, and next week is going to be a Pop Culture Club episode where we're talking about everything we're watching and reading and listening to outside of the Hallmark channel. Tune in for that. and lastly if you have not left a review of the podcast and you love the podcast give us a five star review we love your ratings thank you so much have a great week goodbye bye